What is up? Do study. Happy Wednesday, everyone. March 23rd, 2022, and welcome to episode number 264 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you for joining me once again here on this hump day, the 23rd of March. We're pushing along. It's almost April. It's almost draft time. It's almost the one-year birthday of the still study. Very excited about that. Today, we're going to talk more NFL draft, quarterback pro days continue. We're going to look more at the reasons why the Steelers shouldn't draft a quarterback. And I'll hit some other news and nuggets along the way. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your friends and family. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. There's still time to reach out to me to get your feedback included on the show. So let's make that a reality. And also, please check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are recording every other week. That is our off-season schedule. We just wrapped up an episode with the one, the only, Craig Woofley, the Steelers color analyst, former Steelers offensive lineman. What a great treat it was to hear Wex and Wolf interact. Two of the seasoned vets going after it. It's a lot of fun. It's linked in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. And study, let's jump into it. So, This week, we've had the opportunity to see Kenny Pickett at his pro day. Everybody was out in full force from the Steelers organization there visiting. On Tuesday, it was Malik Willis in the Liberty Pro Day. Today, Wednesday, the Steelers faction visited Old Miss to see Matt Corral, Kevin Colbert, and Mike Tomlin, both confirmed in attendance. There was a shot going around on social media of Tomlin talking to Corral. And what I'm expecting is to see the team be at every pro day for every one of the big five quarterbacks. There are only two more remaining to go, that being Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. I believe Ritter's is either Thursday or Friday. Howell's on Monday. And then they will have been at every pro day of every big-name quarterback in this draft. Corral, again, questions about his durability, his accuracy. But again, any of these guys in the right system with the right support, with the right personnel around them, the right coaching, development, 
could evolve into a high-caliber player. Corral's projected to go in the second round. We'll see. Things change very dramatically. Right now, it's looking like Malik Willis has vaulted himself into the top 10 and is even being rumored to go with the second overall pick. I talked yesterday what it will take the Steelers to move up into that top 10 to be in a position to draft Willis if they were going to do something like that. It's going to cost a lot. So we'll have to see how this narrative continues to play out in terms of the quarterbacks in this year's draft. But again, Matt Corral held his pro day today. And so something I've been talking about this week, and I mentioned last week I was going to dig into it, is reasons why the Steelers shouldn't draft a quarterback this year because I've been pro-quarterback all offseason. I'm still sticking to my speculation that the team will draft a quarterback at 20 overall or even move up. But let's dig into more reasons why the Steelers won't move on a quarterback this year. And here's a question that the team could be asking itself is, do you truly need a franchise caliber quarterback to win a Super Bowl? And is there precedent of teams who have won a Super Bowl without a top tier QB? Well, if you look at historical precedent, yes, there have been many quarterbacks who were not elite that have, I don't want to say led their teams to championships, but have managed offenses effectively with few enough mistakes to help their team win the games they needed and ultimately win a championship. One of the most recent players we can point to, and some might take exception with this example, because earlier in his career he was an elite-level quarterback, but it's Peyton Manning in his last year with the Broncos. He led, well, let me correct myself, he didn't lead the team. He managed that offense to a Super Bowl championship. Didn't do much in that game. I believe it was against the Panthers, but he did just enough. He made the right decisions. Wasn't careless with the football, utilized the running game, and bolstered by a strong defense, the Broncos were able to win the Super Bowl. And even if you go back several years, the Baltimore Ravens, and I believe this was in 2001, forgive my memory, but Trent Dilfer at quarterback. Now, they had a stout, staunch, outstanding defense. But Trent Dilfer was able to do just enough offensively to help that team in the postseason and to help them win a Super Bowl. Dilfer would not be mistaken as an elite-level quarterback who could push the ball down the field. But he managed the game, and that team was able to win. So, it's been done before. You don't necessarily need 
a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady to win in Lombardi. You need a guy who can command the offense, who knows the offense, who can make smart decision, smart decisions, who doesn't turn over the football, and can live for the next play. If you have a guy who can do that, and if Mitch Trubisky is that guy, if Mason Rudolph is that guy, and with a strong running game with Najee Harris, on top of a defense that will be much improved next year, especially with the health of the players on that defensive line, especially if Tuit returns, especially with the addition of Miles Jack, there's reasons to be optimistic about this defense being tougher, stronger, stingier than it was in 2021. So quite possibly the Steelers could be thinking that, you know what? There's something here in Trubisky that really hasn't fully been extracted or properly utilized or the coaches and the organizations and the situations that he was in prior to weren't ideal for him. They weren't designed to capitalize on his strengths. We feel that we could get that out of him. Maybe that's their mindset. And maybe they feel that they can get a couple years out of him. And maybe they believe defensively they have the roster to be a championship caliber defense and that they can make additions through the draft that enhance it even further and if that's the case then quite possibly they will be satisfied not drafting a quarterback this year in the first round so who knows so so far we've talked about waiting until next year where the quarterback talent is supposed to be deeper we've talked about Allowing Trubisky and Rudolph at least two years to see what they can actually do within the system. We've talked about just needing a game manager and believing that who is currently on the roster at quarterback is enough with that defense. Those all being reasons why the team will choose not to draft a quarterback. But again, I'll come back to just this week alone. When you have the dedication of resources in terms of your upper level management attending these pro days where there is smoke, there is fire. And again, that will continue, I believe, at Ritter's Pro Day, at Howell's Pro Day. I'm sure they're going to have these guys in for visits. So... It's going to be fun, man, to see how this all plays out moving forward. Still no news yet on the strong safety position. The Honey Badger has not been signed. Terrell Edmonds has not been signed. Both are still free agents out there. I thought something would have been done by now. I was way off in my projection that a signing would have been wrapped up. No wide receiver veteran wide receiver has been wrapped up yet 
and big trade news today. Tyreek Hill was shipped from the Chiefs to the Dolphins, which was very surprising. The Dolphins gave up quite a bit to land him. I know the Chiefs aren't thinking Juju's coming in there and taking over his spot or contributing as Hill does. But that was a bit of a curious move. But the Steelers have not made any moves after that rash of signings from last week. As the Steelers' world turns. And you know what? If you look at the calendar, today is the 23rd of March. The first day of the NFL draft is April 29th. Ladies and gentlemen, we're we're getting close. Man, think about the NFL draft. Man, life is good. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 264 here of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for your support of the Still Study. Keep it coming. We love you guys. I hope you have a tremendous rest of your Wednesday. A phenomenal finale to your week. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.